it great? Ha! Huh. Mabel snarled, and then sat up with alarm when Elvie moved toward the door to the hall. Hey, where are you going? Back to my coffin. But what about the bat? She asked with dismay, scrambling off the bed as quickly as her sixty-two-year-old body would allow, and hurrying after her. What about it? she asked, continuing up the hall. Well, aren't you going to get it out of my bathroom? Do I look stupid to you? Elvie asked with disbelief. I'm not going near that thing. Call animal control. Animal control? They won't be open now. They must have someone on call for emergencies. Call and find out, Elvie said firmly over her shoulder. But that could take hours, Mabel protested. Can't you just get it out? I mean, you should have some sort of affinity with it. Elvie paused at the door to her own room and turned on her in amazement. Do I look like a flying rat to you? No, of course not, Mabel said quickly, then added, But you're a vampire, and it's a bat. There should be some empathy or understanding or something. Maybe if you tried, you could talk to it. Right. And by that reasoning, we should all be able to talk to monkeys. Let's try that the next time we're near a zoo. Elvie snorted, then repeated, Call animal control. Elvie? Mabel cried and stomped her foot when Elvie turned to continue on into her room. I can't take a shower with that thing in there. Mabel, there are six bathrooms in this house with showers and tubs. Use one of the others. But... Elvie closed the door on her further protest and moved toward the coffin, but paused when her eye caught the time on the digital clock on her dresser. Whipping back around, she yanked her door open and scowled at Mabel's retreating back. It's nine o'clock. So? Mabel sounded miffed and kept walking. So why didn't you wake me up at eight o'clock like I asked? "'Because you haven't been sleeping well, and you're exhausted, and I decided to let you sleep in. "'Rather kindly, in my opinion. "'But then I'm a kind, considerate person, unlike some. "'People who won't even try to talk to a bat for a dear, faithful friend.' "'Elvie scowled over the attempt to put her on a guilt trip, and then ground out, "'Mabel, it's Owen's birthday today. "'I have to make a cake and see to the decorations, and—' Heaving out a long-suffering sigh, Mabel paused and turned to face her. I saw to the decorating earlier and then came home for a shower for the festivities. I was going to wake you after I'd showered. As for the cake, she shrugged. They'll wait. The party can't start without you. When Elvie just stood glaring at her, Mabel waved her away. Go on, go take your shower. I'll get dressed and then come help you get ready since I can't shower. Call animal control, Elvie growled, refusing to feel guilty, then slammed her door shut. I just can't believe it. An immortal advertising in the wanted items ads in the Toronto Star. Unbelievable. Victor threw DJ a glance tinged with irritation. If the younger immortal hadn't been driving the BMW they were both in, he would have cuffed him in the head. As it was, all he could do was mutter in response, I gathered that the first time you said it, DJ, which was two hours and over a hundred repeats ago. I get it. Stop saying it.
Sorry, but... DJ Benoit shook his head, sending his shoulder-length, sandy-colored hair flying as he repeated, I just can't believe it. Rolling his eyes, Victor turned to peer out the tinted car window at the passing night. They were speeding down the highway on the last leg of a two-and-a-half-hour journey, flying past the bright lights of vehicle after vehicle, leaving them behind with little concern for getting a ticket. Victor didn't protest or criticize. Time obviously still held the younger man in its thrall, making him impatient and eager to get the journey over with. Given more time, DJ would realize there was no need to rush. Time was not an adversary to be beaten by their kind. I mean, in the wanted items ads, DJ said, drawing his attention again. Like a male vampire was a bike you could buy.